Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to our podcast titled Convert Central. We are a group of converts from Darul Akam with the intention of sharing the experiences of us converts and born Muslims for the benefit of our listeners for the sake of Allah. We aim to achieve that through relating our personal experiences and our challenges and our lessons learned to shorten the learning curve for potential converts and also for born Muslims alike who are starting to find their way in this beautiful faith. We also aim to fill the gap in awareness and knowledge about the process of conversion and its challenges from the lenses of the converts themselves. Do send us feedback through our Instagram page at Convert Central and support us by following this podcast and the page itself. Assalamualaikum. Welcome to the new episode for Convert Central. So today, I have with me Fahan, who is a Filipino convert. Uh, he's a very special friend to me. I met him, I think, uh, three to four months ago uh, over a game of basketball. So... Throughout the times I've uh, spent with Fahan, he's been an extremely good friend. He's uh, taking his steps to learn Islam. And I think his convert story is, is one story that a lot of people can learn from. So, Fahan, now he's uh, 25, right? 20, no, 29. Oh, 29. Ah, 29. Okay, I'm so sorry. 29. And um, he's working at uh, Harbourfront at a F&B retail outlet. Um, he has been a convert for... Three years. Okay, so three years. Took it in 2017. I will just pass the time over to Farhan to introduce yourself. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I am Farhan. My English name is uh, Jerry. Currently, um, I stay for eight years in Singapore. Okay. Since I I I stepped in Singapore, eh, the first day that I came in Singapore is was 2012. I haven't yet become a Muslim from, from that time. So day by day, it's uh, really hard for me to to explore things because my mother is um, born Muslim and my father is a Catholic. So for me, it's very hard to jive in one uh, in one uh, what do you call in specific religion. Specific religion. So I used to be a pre-thinker. So time goes by. Um, uh, you came to Singapore which year did you come to Singapore again? 2012 2012 so before that uh, 2012 now it's 20 that was 8 years ago you are 20 years old when you came to Singapore yes correct About 20 years old so before that you have not been to Singapore before right? no so from when you were born to when you were 20 years old uh, were you brought up more in the Islamic way or like the Christian way? it's a Catholicism because uh, I grew up in my grand- grandparents' place because both of my parents is uh, not around with me since mm. primary 4 until uni mm. days so um, uni days is very tough for, for me mm. and um, a lot of friends you know uh, Christian hanging out um, going anywhere drinking hanging out uh, never sleep the whole day then just keep rolling and rolling and rolling every day. So my life is not really don't have any path to, to go in. Mm. True. Okay, so your mo- your mother's side, uh, they were all Muslims, but your father's side, they were Catholics. Yes. So when they got married, uh, did they, you know, like talk about how to raise you guys up? I mean, your, their children up as either Muslims or Catholics? Um, my what? father is a uh, convert. Okay. So uh, my parents is actually separated when I was a primary four. But for the own sake of me and my sister, they still talking to each other to mm-hmm. raise uh, raise it up. But always my mother keep telling us to you know, to 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 not eat pork, to not eat mm. uh, to not go to church or don't follow them. But me and my sister, you know, it's uh, thinking about like childhood like that. Yeah, have fun. Have fun. So we cannot uh, follow my mother. You cannot think so far here, yes, right? Yes, correct. 
Yeah, and uh, I I'm guessing that they they don't they don't enforce a religion on you when you're young. Yes. So, right. um, your father is a is a is a convert. He became a Muslim, um, and I'm guessing so they brought you up mainly in an Islamic environment. Correct. So when you you brought up in in a Mus- Islamic environment, you're a second gen convert. Uh, okay. By the way, second gen convert means uh your parents were uh converts. And then uh, now you're born Muslim, so you're called second gen convert. It's not that you like first gen Singaporean, second gen Singaporean. So like your parents convert, then you also have to take the shahada. So it's it's not like that. we're just our parents are just converts, so so we are born Muslims. So so that kind of thing. Um, so you're you're second gen convert, brought up in an Islamic environment. W- would you when you were younger, uh, of course your ma- your family taught you Islam. Would you identify yourself as a Muslim when you were young? Uh, for me, it's no because uh, I study also in Catholic school, mm. so it's uh, really not uh, practicing Islam totally. And that, that's in Manila, right? Mm, correct. Okay, so uh, at which age do you think you start to really go away from Islam? Go away to Islam? It's I think. Um, what do you mean go away? Like, like you you told me that you have a lot of friends that were kind of bad influences. Asking you to you know uh, go out and, and, and party and stuff. At which age did that start? Um, sixteen, seventeen. 16. Yes. Okay. So so tell me more about that. Um, about sixteen and seventeen. So I used to it to hang hang out around, drink more a lot, um, um, smoking. I did try a bit, but not that uh, to the point that mm. uh, I used to it every day mm. because of my friends. Mm. So. Um, Never go home in in a time. That's why my grandparents is uh, always scolding me every time when I sad. go home. Were your parents very sad? Yes. So I used to you know to climb in the the window <laughs> just to go out to meet my friends. Actually. Which floor were you living in? It's first floor, is it? It's the first floor. Yes. Okay, okay, so it's easy for me to <laughs> to go out from. I'm that not time. sure whether to say Alhamdulillah today or not. <laughs> then Alhamdulillah, the, the period I changed already actually. Okay, Alhamdulillah, yeah. for that. So, uh, from you were sixteen to twenty. Yeah, uh, you you were in that lifestyle, so obviously you picked up habits of you know. Uh, were you, were you, at a point of time, were you like uh, going to clubs and stuff with yes. your friends, and picked up habits of drinking and 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 not smoking, but you engaged in in that, and obviously those are not Islamic. You many people will term uh, what you were going through as you were uh, leaving your Islamic identity. You kind of forgot. Why you came from But obviously because we were young right We don't think so far We just think about enjoyment For myself Before I became a Muslim Before I converted And I took uh, Islam As my way of life um, That was also my main goal Because if you can't extract Your pleasure In the hereafter You don't believe in it Then the only logical sense Which is not invalid Will be to extract Your pleasure from this life So which explains The behaviour of a lot, a lot Of our uh, You know Youths nowadays But uh, Interestingly, when you were 20, you came back to Islam. So what happened? Like Actually, uh, when I was 20, I finished my uni. Okay. So from one week after my graduation, so okay. I, flew, I flew in Singapore actually. Okay. So I stepped in Singapore. Then my mother bring me also here because I really, you know, they cannot um, hold me already actually. Okay. Even my grandparents told, uh, yep. you need to bring uh, Jarek to... Why? Go- <laughs> good, good countries, is it? Uh, no, they really, they want me to not engage to my friends actually. Ah, okay, so separate you from your friends. Yeah, separate ah. from my friends. Okay. So I apply in Singapore 21 uh-huh, years uh-huh. old. Then after that, um, I try to think about it, but it's really hard for me because it, it's a, 
it it uh it call it is look like uh, alcohol syndrome because I cannot really take out in my body because I used to it to drink every day actually. Oh, so it's like really addicted everyday. to the alcohol. Yes, so you were having withdrawal symptoms. Yes. And was it your choice to come to Singapore or did your parents just say you must come? You have no choice. No, because I just found out my father arrived in Manila for my graduation. Uh. I saw the ticket. So uh. they told me you will fly to Singapore already. Oh, yes. okay. So you had to come, lah. Yes, I had to come, but I stopped them. I said I don't want. But they just say you must come. Must and your grandparents say the same thing. I see. Must come. So, so it, it, I mean, just thousands of uh, miles away from from home, you 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 uh, you know inculcated in the way of life, you you got lost along the way, but thousands of miles away from home, you you found it back. So how do you find Islam back? I found it actually uh, when I here in Singapore actually. Mm. So. I try to think about myself in like uh, for three years, four years, uh, way back three years ago. I think there is one, uh, you know, for from myself that I it's uh, really empty. It's about my religion. I used to ask like my cousin who's liberated. Uh, I keep asking them, uh, what is Islam about this? Then can you help help me to tell about Islam? What is the background? What is the they doing? Why they go, go to the mosque? Why they keep doing like this? Even uh, fasting man also, I keep asking them. Then uh, I talk, I, I speak to my mother. I said, uh, "Mom, can you help me to really understand me? What is Islam about it?" Then they, she keep asking me, uh, "Why you keep asking about Islam? Is it um, someone told you about Islam that uh, you need to follow?" That was in Singapore, right? Yes, that, okay. that was in Singapore. Then. Um, 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 they, my mother told me um, Islam is like this so you need to um, really um, have faith uh, no one fo- forcing you to to enter Islam without uh, hesitance uh, it's up to it's up to your decision if uh, you really want to embrace Islam so from that um, I really think about it the first month that I tried um, to pray and that was when we sure. I think uh, way back 2015. 2015. So yes. you took your shahada in 2017. Yes. You came to Singapore 2012. So yes. 2012 to 15, three years you were trying to adjust to Singapore. Yes. You stopped stop drinking. Yes. You know, stop hanging out with your friends. Mm. And it took three years to get to you to to start bringing again. Uh, just to before we get into that, uh, I just I'm 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 quite interested in the three years. What do you do in the three years from 12 to 15? For 2012-2015 is uh, um, trying to cleanse myself, then I'm trying to read some uh, articles, then trying to find uh, things that I want to know about uh, Islam. Then uh, I have a lot of like uh, my cousin who's always motivating me to, to, to guide me from every path that uh, taking um, to go straight actually. So uh, like fasting man, mm. like um, iftar. How 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 does the how does it works? Mm. Then uh, cleansing myself also mm-hmm. because um, from two thousand twelve I tried to uh, eating a bit of pork, but mm. not that really because if I smell something that uh, about the pork or I try to eat a bit of pork, I really you know I have don't I, I don't have mood to eat the pork. I oh, wait, try, try did that happen when you were back in Manila? No. No, no. Only no, when no. you came to Singapore, it happened. Yes. And uh, all about alcohol. Did you stop in twenty twelve when you first came? Um, 
slightly a bit, a bit, a bit, a bit. Okay, so ma'am, which which year was it where you fully stopped alcohol? Um, when I stopped to see my friends, like 2014. Mm. Because I from 2012 to 2015, I often to go home to see them. So, oh, Philippines, ah? Yes, in Philippines. Wow, okay. Like um, the, for one year, wow. the interval is like uh, two months. Okay. So every two months I going home. That's why my mother asking me, why you every time uh, in two months you going home? Okay. Then. They still thinking. Uh, I think still yeah, look my you friends. You didn't change and stuff. Yes. Is it? Okay. Then from that, uh, 2000, uh, 2014, I stopped them. Then I try to think, uh, what is you know really better for me? Then I stopped looking from them. Okay, so you 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 stopped in twenty fourteen for alcohol when you came to Singapore. In twenty twelve, you stopped the pork. So from two thousand fourteen, I mean, I guess twenty twelve, uh, two thousand twelve onwards to fifteen, you were interested about Islam, so you were asking your family, reading about this. But before that, when you were in Manila, you weren't really thinking about Islam, right? No. So w- what do you think was the change? Like why? Like I mean, it's the same question that your mother is asking you, uh, was asking you. Uh, why do you think you suddenly got an interest about Islam? Actually, uh, my first interest uh, interested in Islam is was just June two thousand fifteen. Mm. So that was is uh, I was in home. Then someone you know um, when I just wake up actually I think about it you know I have a dream that uh, I become a Muslim already some like white in the collar like that. Serious? Yes. Then I woke up. Then I tell to my mom I said I think mom this is the time that uh, you know I need really need to practice uh, uh, Islam, uh. but. I'm not telling you that uh, someone forcing me, but it's my own faith to uh. to practice Islam. So that 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 is the first eat that I go with her. So the next the next uh, Ramadan, she just tell me uh, practice like uh, one week first for for Ramadan. Uh. She never forced me to the whole month uh, practice uh, if uh, fasting month. Yep. So from that. I know already the, the first week. Then the next following year, like 2016, if, if if I'm not wrong, if I'm not mistaken, so I did try the whole month. But alhamdulillah, it's really you know it's very cleansing myself and really easy for me to do the fasting. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. So, for 2015, when you first started to pray, was it difficult for you to start your prayers? Uh no. It's uh. And at the time a, you were fasting already, also yes, right? Yes, it's a bit tough, but um. Tough. It means um, it's not uh, the way you know you need to stop things that you mm. you want to get it. Mm. Tough. It means uh, you need to struggle er- er- everything that you want you want to grow through. But alhamdulillah, the the prayer itself, like going to mosque, it's very tough for me to go inside also. But I keep fighting for that. Then I used to it, you know, to go every time. Even a lot of people looking at me, but I'm still go through to to to, to myself. So over time. Uh, it was tough, but you just kept going again and again and again and again and again. And I'm sure there were times that you failed, right? Sometimes you want to pray five times a day, but you end up only praying three times or two times or even or four times. And it, it, it's tough, you know, it's tough to build a new habit, you know, when it comes to especially religious practices, you know, where, where we feel like we've gone wrong, we've done wrong, you know, we've, we've, we've done things that Islam has not allowed us to do. And now you want to start praying, you know? So I, I, I can understand You know Definitely a lot of times We feel like We're not worthy Or even doing our prayers When that happens to you What, what do you tell yourself Or what do you do you know, What do you think of um, When I when, it, when it's tough When it's tough When you fail But you want to do it You know What is the thing That keeps you going You know Why, 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 did, why didn't you give up then You know When it was tough Because um, For me 
Um, that's why I never stop to keep doing things like prayer because um, there is certain things that uh, let's say if you really busy like my work, it's really affected my my work. If let's say, but mm-hmm. alhamdulillah, my work is a halal place, so they keep practicing the five that five five daily prayers. Then you just tell them that um, uh, I will go to the pray to the prayer room. Can you give me like twenty minutes? Then I still keep going, keep mm-hmm. going. Then now I still keep practicing mm-hmm. from that top to now. It's well bit very see, easy. I see. So. Not just from inwards. I mean, you drew a lot of support from from outwards as well, right? Mainly, I would I would guess your mom, yeah, uh, your correct. family will be one. Your cousins as well. Secondly, is that when things are tough, you know, you 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 ask whether can can I start praying, uh, at your workplace, and they allow you to. So that was another kind of support that you got from your workplace. So when things are tough, t- I I feel like that is when really when we persevere, we show we show Allah our sincerity. Then He sends things to ease us. When I was in the Air Force. I took my shahada then Midway through And uh, I was so worried You know Because we Didn't have halal food in camp How was I going to get my food How was I going to do my prayers Zoho is at 1 And Asar is at 4 How am I going to do it right But just Similar experiences You know You just have to speak up You just have to set Okay I, This is work is work But I have to fulfill My religious obligations I will try my best in both But never will I Never should I Or should anyone put Aside their Religious obligations To fulfill their sustenance because as Muslims we believe that basically is from Allah our success is from Allah so if you're not even doing the basic obligations then how are we expecting Allah to uh, reward us you know, to continue right. granting us so Alhamdulillah really we, we, when we show our sincerity to Allah even though we might think that we are not worthy of, of, of you know even engaging in our prayers Allah really eases the way for us you know Alhamdulillah I feel like your support really came from Allah yeah Alhamdulillah Aside from building this new habits, right, like praying, fasting, which was, of course, a certain level of difficulty, I, I'm guessing the, the, the more difficult parts were to, you know, get away from your previous uh, lifestyle, you know, to cut, perhaps cut some of your friends or reduce your meetings with them, to stop drinking, to stop, you know, doing things that, you know, yes, sure, clubbing is fun, you know, uh, drinking and, and letting yourself go is a way of release, but... Is it truly healthy for us to do so? Is it beneficial for us and people around us to do so? That's another thing. So, I, we can see that there's definitely a level of enjoyment for people, right? For yourself, how, was it difficult to cut away from these habits, the old habits that you had? For me, it's, uh, it's a bit hard to, to, to cut from them because they, I, cut, I think I never saw them, saw them for, I think, for the last time I met them is like five years ago. This is the fifth year already. So, so you, you stopped being friends with them? Yes. Was it difficult then? It's not that stop being friends. We, we still have, a, you know, a group that mm. they still keep mm. asking me when I, when, uh, going back to going to Philippines. But ah. uh, I informed them and said, I think this is the time that I, I need to tell you that mm. uh, I become an Islam. So there is, you know, uh, do's and don'ts that I cannot do. So if we, if we will meet each other, I said, we just eat. But the bad habits that we have, like drinking or hanging out, I said, I think this is the beyond that I, I need to cut out for, for some reason. I hope you don't mind to, you know, to understand me about mm. this. Mm. Then Alhamdulillah, they understand me well. Alhamdulillah. Yes. So you so, guys are still good friends, yeah? Yes, they're still good friends. Alhamdulillah. Because one of my friends is there is my childhood friends. Oh, okay. So still, um, we, we are in good terms. Yes. But things that uh, I need to to cut down from them is drinking. 
So the actual habit itself Was it very tough to deal with it? Mm, yes and Definitely What do you think got you through the process? I think I just uh, follow my parents' advices for me. What were their advices? They advised me to uh, um, about the liquor. It's not good for the health. It's not uh, good for the for the heart. It's not good for for yourself. It's like that. Then from that, I think uh, it's better also because I really changed a lot about uh, from the alcohol. Actually, oh, you were thinking a lot at time mm. about what you wanted in your life and stuff, and mm. so. I mean, coming to the conclusion that drinking this alcohol wasn't good for you, am I getting this right? Yeah. And so, it was really your self-reflection, your self, uh, you know, thinking to yourself and talking to yourself that really helped you to get out of it. Because sometimes, people can say, okay, alcohol is bad. But we, when we don't really realize it ourselves, then we continue doing it. Because we, we, really, we don't really truly believe that it's bad. It's just people say that it's bad, we don't believe it. But it was really through yourself thinking, self-reflection that you get to realize that okay yes, alcohol is bad I shouldn't drink it because it's bad for me and I believe in it but it never it only got started after you came to Singapore right so coming to Singapore was a blessing yeah. for you it was a it's huge a, blessing it's really blessing for me because when I came in Singapore it's uh, a lot of changes actually from me uh. from before and after before it's uh, I'm, I'm worse enough but Alhamdulillah even my mother keeps scolding me and my father keeps scolding me. Yes. But I, I think in a positive way because it's all for good for me also, actually. Alhamdulillah. And how, and leading, the moments leading to your shahada, how, how was it like? When do you decide to take your shahada again? Um, I think that was uh, July 2018, if I'm, if I'm not wrong. 2018. Then from that, I start to study like uh, let's pray one because I really don't know how to in pray. Arkham. Yeah, in Arkham. But I have like, uh, when I started to pray like 2015, my mother keep telling me like a bit, a bit like the Al-Fatiha. Uh, so I know the Al-Fatiha. But the proper like the Sujud, Ruku, she keep t- telling me like that. So okay. Alhamdulillah, a bit, a bit she told me. Then I started to, to learn all totally packaged like 2018. And uh, Arkham from yeah. Yes, Brother Hafiz. So shout out to Brother Hafiz, you're doing good. Alhamdulillah, Brother Fahan is benefiting a lot from your classes. Yeah. So, uh, you took your Shahada in 2017, right? Yeah. So, when you told your mom about it, how, how did she react? She reacted like, uh, she really cried because she asked me like, um, three question. Is it, yes, three question. <laughs> I still remember. Okay. Is it um, um, your own will to uh. do the shahada? Is someone tell you that um, do this shahada? Uh. Is a uh, willingness that you will uh, you will become uh, like Robert to become a Muslim? Then yep. I, I just tell tell her straight away. I said, this is my own um, decision. I hope you you will you know you will guide me and uh, teach me. Yes. To know more about Islam Yes And I, I'm sure She never ever thought It was possible right Like from When you came to Philippines in uh, From Philippines From 2012 All the way And you took a shower In 2017 so Five years I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure she must be Extremely happy Yeah What about you You know When you were in When you were 20 When you were 16 Do you ever see yourself Becoming a Muslim At a point of time I think no But no, uh. Alhamdulillah but Now I become You know uh, 29 years old Yeah uh, for me, it's um, the biggest thing. The biggest thing that I see it's it's really good actually. 
and uh, you know this is really a miracle mm. uh, I'm sure when people go through things uh, and, and, they, and they falter like people start drinking they start praying less and they start uh, to, to, to sin they, they, they think that okay I'm not a good Muslim anymore you know but someone like you who, who was born into a Muslim background and went through the things you did and still managed to come back to, to Islam and alhamdulillah you are an extremely good brother now uh, you really show them that it's possible that no matter how far we stray you know uh, and you're sent to a different country that is not of your own country your, the people who first taught you Islam they are in a different country as you Allah still manages to find a way to send you this 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 uh, this hidayah and still manages to find you know a way to send you the tawfiq through Darul Akam Alhamdulillah and, and if you were to see yourself back in let's say 2010 10 years ago when you still you, you haven't came to Singapore yet what would you tell yourself you know as, as, a, as a Muslim then who was not practicing and was a bit slightly misguided at the point of time what advice would you give yourself? I think my advice for the for my fellow converts or born Muslim just keep you know just uh, whatever it is just keep uh, trying yourself to uh, gain knowledge, seek knowledge, and uh, don't stop learning, because these uh, these three things that you will uh, you will uh, do uh, it, it will not harm you. It will benefit you more and more and more. Alhamdulillah, and I'm sure, of course, if I were to meet you ten years ago, uh, I think I would tell you to not belittle Allah's uh, power. You know, like we can, and His mercy definitely. We, we can sin, we can think that we are not even fit to be in Islam, and and completely give up on the idea of 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 being a Muslim, and yet you see people like Brother Fahan here, whom who who came from a different country but took his shada here in Singapore. It it is amazing, and sometimes we think that we are we are doing bad, extremely bad, and we are unforgivable, right. just because we have done a, a few sins. But but if Allah can bring back people that, 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 that has committed major sins like murder and, and things like that and his mercy is so encompassing don't belittle his mercy you know have faith in him and when, when you have faith in him Allah says you know I am to my servant whatever he thinks of me so Allah will meet you with the same mercy you know Allah says if you come to me hands span I will come to you at arm's length if you, if you start walking to me you start asking questions about Islam you start asking your family then I will come running to you and I will give you all the opportunities you need. You start praying, and you're you're walking to me. You're you're trying, you know. And but you're not able to fulfill your, your prayers because it's tough. It's, it's your work. You're just starting out. Then I will help you. I will provide everything you need. You need to pray. I will. You, you will have your time to pray. You need a space to pray. Alhamdulillah. When I went to where you work in Harbourfront, it was Isha, and yeah. and and you've already prayed. I have. I didn't. You were praying in the store, correct? Yeah. In the middle of store. And correct. Alhamdulillah, I didn't even notice he could pray in the store. And, and, and even if you, you well, it was not possible on the day itself, beside your shop, it was just a staircase. And, and I prayed there. So you say, Allah is so merciful where, where when, you, when you just give him a little bit, you know, in the Quran, he just asks, you know, for us to give him just a little bit, just a, a share of, he, he terms it as, uh, whatever you have eaten, just a bit of the leftovers, just give that to me. That's all I ask for. Just giving that share of it to him, he gives you everything else. He gives you things that you never ever thought that you needed. So, what what a what a what a lesson you know and of course your advice when when it comes to uh uh you know making new habits is that 
to be consistent you know things when when it doesn't go your way still continue working at it because you have the knowledge like you said to seek this knowledge to know that it's the best for you number, right. and, and number two when, when you are sincere then have faith that Allah will ease the way for you and he did indeed he did and when it comes to you getting away from your old habits you know uh, from from alcoholism and, and, and things like that for the main advice that you, you've given is, is reflection self-reflection knowing why this is better or not for yourself in the moment we can enjoy you know and have, have, have right. pleasure and stuff but after that what happens you know if we start thinking into the future just a little bit and we just think a little bit more each day what, what a change it could make from when you were a, a, a person in 2010 you didn't think you would become a Muslim and now and you're 29 Alhamdulillah you're, you're such a great Muslim and, and honestly that is very inspiring so before we move on to our discussion do you have anything you want to like, conclude with your story about um, I just want to to conclude in my story. It's uh, for me. I'm not a really perfect Muslim, but Alhamdulillah, um, try my best to seek more knowledge. Um, seeking knowledge is uh, non-stop, so you can learn day by day to to seek knowledge. Alhamdulillah. Thank you so much, Brother Fan, for your sharing. Uh, I there's so much to benefit from. And for today's topic discussion, we are going to move it to another episode because uh, it's going to be something special. We're trying something new. We have a discussion forum of a few converts, second-gen Muslims and, uh, and, and born Muslims as well to talk about the topic of uh, musolas and the closure of um, musolas and masjids. So tune in to the next subsequent episode if you want to hear this discussion. For now, we're at, we'll end uh, at this podcast uh, on Butterfan's convert story. I'm sure there's many lessons to be learned. So, really, thank you so much, Butterfan, for joining us today. Okay, thank you so much. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. We will see you guys in the next episode.